Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballad. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Bug. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman, my co-host. As always, when we get to the NFL segment, Zach Chandonet laughing. There's always something we do where we start laughing. Uh, our producer, Zach Ballard, as always, the Sports Buzz is sponsored by Strange Land Brewery, a beer for any occasion. Delicious beer for every occasion. Don't waste it. Spilling all this delicious beer. You know, Drink it. Nice, it's on the table. I'm not going to lick the table. You should. Well, Over that's ice. disrespectful. <laughs> I do want to uh, tell you guys about an event that Strangeland Brewery has coming up. The second anniversary of, of the brewery itself will be coming up on Saturday, February the 18th from 5 to 10 p.m. We're going to be out there. We're going to go check it out. It's going to be a fun time. Celebrate the uh, the second year of Strangeland being being uh, in service of of selling their beer, making their beers. They've done well. Yeah, I gotta make sure we get our tickets. They're going fast. Yeah, the tickets are going fast. They're limited tickets. Uh, Twenty dollars will get you in. Um, there is a one thousand dollar ticket. We'll talk about that. Uh, we did talk about that in our college show. So if you want to hear about the thousand dollar golden ticket, check it out. Uh, with the twenty dollars, that includes a a glass that is a limited release. You can take that home with you. Two beers, a plate of barbecue, slice of beer cake, be live music with a DJ, and uh, some beer poking. It'll be fun to check out. I didn't get to uh, enjoy the beer poking last week with you, Zach. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Yeah, DJ Focus will be bringing the hits. Focus, yeah. Look out for Focus. Um, this is our pro show. We are the Sports Buzz. Thank you so much for listening to all our listeners. If you are listening, uh, check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. We are on iTunes now. We are at Strangeland Brew. Strangeland Brewery is at Strangeland Brew on Twitter. We are at Sports Buzz TX. Guys, this second segment we'll never flows the same. Um, we'll get it. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. Um, we're at Sports Buzz TX. I'm Spencer underscore Spillman. Zach, you are French Bean eighty nine. Yes, sir. Our producer Ballad is at Z Ballad. And you got to get on Twitter, man. You are missing out on some good exchanges. We could, only, yeah, we could have some good threads here. Only look at Twitter just to check out what's going on in the world to find out what news is happening right then and there. More fun than that. Zach and I almost got something trending this week. 
Almost. Almost started a hashtag. Almost. Um, hashtag the sports buzz if you're listening. Drink some strange land brew. Hashtag them as well. Um, guys, we uh, we had we had some football this week. We did. You know, we we've been kind of moving into that period of no football, and it's been hard. Creeping ever so close. And we're getting closer, and we only got one game left. But man, it's it's starting to hurt my feelings. And I was getting I was getting uh, Snapchat texts from your from your girlfriend Zach. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was I was seeing videos from your superstitions. I was like, man, he chose a bad bad time to. I think he started too early on the liquor because you were screaming and yelling while your team was up by like two touchdowns. Well, why yeah. are you drinking liquor that early on the game? I tell you what, man. Uh, we we talked about it last week. You know, I had to make a wardrobe change just to make sure things got through with the Texans. Um, same thing. So maybe I, a little superstitious. I, I had to adjust myself. Yeah, I, you know, naturally I played baseball growing up. I got my I got my quirks. I got my superstitions. <laughs> I got my things I got to do over and over again until things pay off. You know. Um, so I had my Tom Brady jersey unwashed since we got to the playoffs. Of course. Uh, I put on the right hat, got ready. The one that won y'all last week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can't change it. I mean, I got it here in the studio. It's it's precious cargo. I got to keep it with me at all times. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but most importantly, and I think this was the big thing that got shared with the world that everybody knows now, secrets out. But uh, Crown Royal, if you're going to be the king, if you're going to be crowned king, you got to drink the king of whiskeys. So. Yeah, and I heard you had a, a superstition why you drink Crown. Yeah, uh, so beating the Seahawks, I uh, put down almost a whole bottle of Crown. Uh, <laughs> it's quite the night, but uh, it paid off. It worked out. Malcolm Butler became a, a superstar in the NFL. Two and he's years a ago, stud now. And he still is. Um, Crown Royal gets me by in the playoffs, man. Yeah. I gotta say. Um, if I didn't mention before, this is the pro show. That it's a. Uh, Not to be confused. Trademark. <laughs> pending. Patent pending. pending. With with Zach Ballard, work on that pro show. I'm gonna work on that like I worked on getting us on iTunes. <laughs> you you, you made sure that happened, and that's all that matters. So that's what we expect. Um, we do have a contest that we are. Uh, well, I guess we'll we'll go into our contest from last week. We we talked about the um, the contest of Ballard pressing the number thirteen. Thirteen. Now, now wait a second, Spencer. Like, don't try to trick the listeners. And we got Hank Hill in studio every week, and that's hard oh, to book. Yeah, you know, don't don't you know that that's we, hard to we get. We pay on him. The... We pay him a lot of strange land. It is beer. really hard to keep Hank Hill on retainer. I mean, he's a Texas man. Who we likes just have beer. to get him strange land brew beers, and he's good to go. He well, likes... I'll be damned. And he's a Texas man who likes his Texas beer. I will tell you what. So our our contest was if you could guess and listen to the show and tell us how many times. The number 13 came into play from 13. the Hank Hill oh, soundbite. Our boy Tommy was so close. Tommy was close. Maybe Tommy turned it off too soon. Or maybe uh, he didn't listen right at the beginning. I don't know. Tommy, you won You won the uh, the college bowl pick em. Sorry, Uncle Tommy. You can't win them all. Chad nailed it. Our boy Chad, our, uh, our college basketball analyst, nailed it this week. Hit he it right won, on the head. He was going to call in this week. To uh, claim his pride. We, we're we're going to get him next week. He's not so busy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a busy guy. He's working a bunch. But, Chad, congratulations on winning the contest. It was uh, it was 23 times. 23 13s. 
two, three, thirteen. <laughs> yeah, that almost adds up to twenty-three. There you go, Hank. Almost adds up to twenty-three. Um, we do have another contest coming out with the sport, uh, with the Super Bowl coming up in a week and a half. I guess it'll be about a week when you guys listen to this episode. See what happens. You can't get our sponsorship right or what who we are. Let's see if you can get our contest right. All right, so That's a challenge. I want to uh, announce to the world the Sports Buzz Super Bowl Square Battle. Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. That's pretty good. That Guys, was, that was we well actually bad. nailed that. Can we, we cheer? Did, we did not even practice that. Can we I, cheers? cheers? That was. Uh, we we assumed that by the time we got to this part of the show that that would not have gone well. Um, Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle is hard to say. Whether you've had anything to drink or not, um, we will have a what a hundred squares. This is the way we're going to do it. It's a hundred squares, and if you want to participate, it's a closed contest. We're going to post a link for our tilt, where you can submit five dollars to get five squares. Once you submit your money, send us a link or a message via Facebook. Social, send us a text if you know how to get a hold of us, and we will send you the username or the the password to enter your picks, and and that's how we're gonna do it. Uh, you know, if you know if you don't know how squares goes, uh, you probably shouldn't play. Uh, but yeah. if, you, if you do know how squares goes, well, looks like I'm in it. <laughs> can can we can we buy more than more than the five? We will announce in next week's episode. Uh, whether or not any open squares are available. Okay. How's that? We're we'll, gonna say, be... we'll say one to start. We'll see what yeah, we get. Yeah, we'll go five five squares a person to start. If we get 20 people, perfect. Perfect. Um, so we're doing first quarter, halftime, third quarter, end of game? Yep. And uh, so there'll be payouts for, for each one. 25 uh, per or what? One, one <laughs> two, three, four, five. Because the out, right, or end game? The end of game. Okay, so so twenty total. Okay, twenty dollars each. Twenty dollars per. Okay, yeah. That's and good. you get five scores just for playing. Yeah. So it's a reason to watch the Super Bowl if you don't care about the teams. Obviously, I know somebody cares uh, in this room, but for those of you that don't care and just want another reason, maybe a monetary reason to watch, um, join our squares. We'll. Uh, I guess fun. I guess we should we should probably. Uh, Tell people that don't know if they're listening on iTunes just randomly that um, we are Sports Buzz on Facebook. We are at Sports Buzz TX on Twitter, as we mentioned before. But if you're just randomly catching us on iTunes or SoundCloud, um, yeah, we will uh, post that to our social media. So, and I'll also add that four squares, you don't have to make any predictions for the game or anything like that. You just have to submit five dollars and pick a spot on the grid it's it's pretty simple so you get to pick your yeah spots it's all done on pool host which is the same company who did our our uh yeah our cars our, pick our bowls pick yes yeah. so yeah should be pretty fun all right well um now that we're past our contests um maybe we should talk about some wings yeah and maybe yeah. we should talk about this light that's blinking that's about mm-hmm. to go out that is Bugging the hell out it of me. It went out once earlier and came back and it's been flicking. It's bugging since. the hell out of me. I feel like I'm at a freaking dance club. Or we can either sit in the dark. Or you can deal with it. 
Or you can get up there. I'm not tall enough to get to that light. Yeah, you could probably reach that spencer. Yeah, I got it. I got um, it. Tell but yeah, I, I'm going to go make chicken wings uh, for everyone who listens to our show regularly. Uh, Zach hit it spot on with the green chili. Spencer was wrong with his guess of Caribbean jerk. Yeah, yeah, I was. Um, but gentlemen, do you guys have a guess for uh, for this week? Maybe you should give us like a like a recap of what we what we've gone through the ten the ten flavors that you use on a regular basis. Okay, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try and name as many as I can. So we got classic buffalo and hatch green chili. Sure. We got uh, mango Caribbean, habanero. Mango habanero, Caribbean jerk. Okay. Barbecue, spicy barbecue. And this is where it gets really tough. I want to say I've done a Cajun. You did a Cajun. Cajun. I did a Cajun. There's three more. Mm. (sighs) Tell you what, though. I wrote this down beforehand. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going with barbecue this week. Ooh, I'm going to go spicy barbecue. That sounds pretty good. I like where your head's at. Um, BBQ and spicy barbecue. Did you have some sort of like Korean barbecue? No? I did a Korean barbecue. That's okay. right. There's another. Yeah. There's okay. two more out there. I just don't remember. I don't remember. To be honest. They are all delicious. Though. They're all good. Did say we say that. mango habanero? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that one. That was like the first one we. That's went one of Spencer's favorites. Yeah. Um. So maybe we should go start working on those, and um, I'm gonna start working on them. Uh, you guys uh, try not to mess anything up. We'll we'll talk about the uh, the recap of this this week's games, and uh, you'll be back for maybe some some Pro Bowl talk. We'll see. Uh, I got a lot of important phone calls to make, as you guys know. Um, other things to do around the house. You know, when when you uh, when you host a podcast every week, you got to keep the house up up and running. So that's that's true. Just just go make the wings. I'll do that when I get back. But just try not to mess anything up. All right, and try to keep it under twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, not gonna happen. Um, so yeah, we'll go ahead and talk about. Uh, I guess some some big news in the NFL first off. Um, Oakland Raiders have now applied for relocation to Las Vegas. And you're going to be in Vegas pretty soon, huh? They have applied. I will be in Vegas. I will be checking out. I'll be scoping it out. Your first time, huh? I'll be scoping it out, seeing what's going on, seeing what it's all about. You've never been? Never been. Should be a uh, very interesting time. It's uh, another world, my friend. It's another world. I've been three times, and... uh, I'm already working on my tax return. Things are looking good. So yeah. I might have some a little bit of money to play right with. On. So right on. This should be a good time, man. Just don't... Okay, my first advice to you is don't stay up all night the last night you're there. Don't do it. Because the flight home, you will want to puke the entire time. And knowing you, you're a puker. Yeah, I'm a puker. You're a puker, and it's not going to work well. And just wait till you see the uh, the return flight home from Vegas... It is like watching an episode of The, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Oh, man. It's horrible. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going with some seasoned vets of uh, the old Las Vegas stomping grounds. So yeah. Should be a good time. If you need some advice, let me know. I'll tell you some places to see, places not to go. But Oakland going to Vegas, I think, is a is the right move for that it's, team. It's interesting. I, you know, I kind of hope everything works out as far as the logistics go. Because, I mean, obviously that's a big part of this. Yeah. The logistics to get them there. Um. It'll be interesting. I'm really interested to see kind of how it plays out because I always thought Vegas was a weird place for a pro sports team. Well, simply because the gambling rules, it it kind of changes the way things go there. So, and and the the team itself travels very well. The the Raider Nation is much like the Cowboys and the Patriots and you know the Lakers. I mean, these teams that you see all over the world, the Raiders are one of those, Mm -hmm. and. You know, the, the Nevada State Legislature just approved a $750 million 
public fund for a $1.9 billion stadium near the Strip. Now, Vegas itself is not a huge place, but there's plenty of desert to build a stadium. So... You gotta There's, keep it close, though. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have, you have to, to keep, keep it, it close, just sure. to keep the the gamblers and the betters and the the regular tourists that are there on a weekend and the the Raiders are playing. Um, you gotta keep them close. So yes, uh, I think they're doing the right thing in getting out of Oakland because that stadium is a joke. It's falling apart, kind of like the Alamo Dome. By the way, I did hear the Alamo Dome is being done uh, construction done on. Which is good to hear for, for them. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Raikler, Raiders, Oakland Raiders. I almost said Raiklers. Oakland Raiders. Uh, Off to a rocky start here. Yeah. Yeah, we're struggling right now, guys. Sorry. Please bear with us. Maybe you're enjoying us struggling since we're the experts. I mean, I always enjoy watching you struggle, Spencer. I know you do. It's a good pride of mine. I know you do. Um... But yeah, so Oakland going to Vegas, it's almost guaranteed by now. We'll see what point. happens. It, sh- it should be good. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm actually looking forward to it. I mean, have you seen the stadium they're building in Atlanta for the Falcons? Oh man, that, that thing, thing is cool. Awesome, thing is cool. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Search their new stadium. That thing is like, it's almost like a flower. It opens and closes, like petals. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So there will be a new Georgia Dome next season. That concept uh, video they showed during the game yeah, was awesome. Yeah, yesterday, uh, Sunday was the last time that the Falcons will play in the original Georgia Dome. Um, so let's jump right into talking about the Falcons. And um, me and Ballard picked the Falcons to cover this five-point spread at home against the Packers. And uh, you took... You took the Packers. You, you thought because of the way they looked against the Cowboys, and you know I was a little skeptical, but I told my boy Tim that I was going to stay on the Falcon train, and I did, and I saw what Des Bryant did to the Packers with, what, nine catches for 130-something and two touchdowns, and I said Julio's going off for 200 into two or three touchdowns. And he came really, really yeah, close quite to a day, that. Not quite 200 yards, but... He was very, very close to it. And um, and it's really funny because I was all Falcons on game day, just yeah. kind of really getting a grasp of the way it felt. Like, I, I was just all about the Falcons. Everything was kind of pointing towards the right direction. Um, man, I'll tell you what. the uh, This game was a lot more interesting on paper than it was actually played out. Green Bay came into the game second in points per game as a team. Falcons were first. Yeah. Green Bay came into the game third on third down conversions in the league. Atlanta was first. And Atlanta was first in everything statistically after this game. I yeah. mean, they dominated from the get till they closed that thing down. Yeah, and it was it was not close at all. If you watch the game, the score was 27 to nothing at one point because it was 24 nothing going into halftime. I think it was like the seventh straight drive, opening drive that the Falcons have scored a touchdown. Yeah, and they, I think they were four out of five on their first five drives in scoring. And they had one punt, and it was unfair. It looked like a men amongst boys 
watching the Falcons receivers go against the, the Green Bay secondary. And Julio really Jones was, did whatever he wanted. It, it didn't was, matter. It was screen passes. It was crossing routes. It was throw it up in the air and let him just beat Gunter, uh, who got destroyed by Dez last week and got destroyed by Julio this week. I mean, it was throw to whoever was open, honestly. And, and I think that's been the M.O. of the Falcons so far yeah. this year is whoever's open is getting the ball. Yeah, exactly. Um, you kind of see Austin Hooper, who's healthy again and you were high on hooper last week i am i'm really high i mean this kid is really good really talented um toy lolo is an extremely capable tight end and they have two really good tight ends then you have gabriel sanu who had an incredible game uh and julio jones man julio jones gonna be julio jones adding tevin coleman and Devontae freeman out of the backfield, being able to fast catch and they and really, run the ball. yeah, and they didn't do a whole lot on the ground, but which surprised what, me. But it's what they do combined. Yeah, I think that's the bigger factor when you look at those two. Is it's what are they doing together? It's they're the receptions. Beating, they're and beating it's up. The they're beating up that D line and the linebacking linebacking crew for Green Bay, and and that Green Bay defense was thin to begin with, and got thinner as the game went on. They were thin everywhere they to lost, begin with. They lost one of their best defensive backs in Hyde, mm-hmm. and they've been that without Sam tough. Shields. Because Micah Hyde has played cornerback. He's yeah. played He's played every position. He's, he's had safety. To. He's played He's had free, to. strong. Without I mean, Sam matter. Shield, I mean, they had nobody but Clinton Dix and HaHa. I mean, he did what he could, but, I mean. There's only so much a free safety yeah. can do. And especially in coverage, when when Gunter is having to guard Julio every play, you just can't keep up with that guy. Nobody in the league can guard him. I mean, unless you're but a top cornerback. The like... number the number that stands out to me for Green Bay is the fact that Aaron Rodgers leads the team in rushing with four carries for 36 yards. He carried it. And one of those, he was trying to take it to the house. He was trying yeah. to go for 40 yeah. plus. And Kristen Kristen Michael led the team in carries total with six. And had 11 yards. Rodgers had four carries for 46 yards. Obviously, those are scrambles. But when your quarterback leads your team with 46 yards, and there's what five guys that that end up running the ball, and Ripkowski fumbles it inside the the five yard line for a huge turnover there. Oh, and that was so depleting for the Packers at that him. point. It I killed mean, him. He Ripkowski is an amazing back to me i mean just the way he lowers himself to lean forward and get extra yards was incredible i mean he just unfortunately didn't he, hold on the football on that occasion but he reminds me of um he hits you so low what is the the old fullback from tampa oh, you remember um uh, now i'm not gonna know this Man, I feel like we should know Mike Allstott. Yeah, Allstott. Mike Allstott. He reminds me yeah. of Allstott, just the way he runs. Just a power runner. Yeah, yeah. He, I, but yeah, I do like Rikowski, exactly. but that's a bad He's place. a fullback. Yes, and he's that's a fullback. where he belongs. Yes. And I, I think that was kind of the thing but, that got But to because him. they're so weak at, at running back, you know, Montgomery gets three carries. Michael gets six because Montgomery goes out early on in the game and only plays receiver. Yeah, and Montgomery was... And then Brett Hundley. Runs the ball one time for 14 yards, and that's not a running back. No. I mean, and Jordy Nelson's playing with two broken ribs. I mean, doing everything he can. The fact that he was out there on the field and was was the third leading receiver on that team was pretty impressive. Incredible. I I can't say a bad thing about Jordy. The fact that he stepped on that field, but, you know. Buffalo. Yeah. We we talked about um, 
Dez and, and the, the numbers he had and what, what I predicted Julio would have, he had nine catches for 180. He averaged 20 yards a catch. And it was that monster play yeah. where he got held, spun off the contact, grabbed the ball, broke a tackle, broke two tackles, stiff-armed a yeah, guy, one and embarrassed him, yeah. and then walked into the end zone. 73-yard touchdown. Oh, man. Julio Jones is... If not the best receiver in the league, top three for sure. I mean, no, he's the best. He, he's he's, he's Calvin Johnson. I mean, he's in Calvin Johnson's prime. He's Calvin Johnson without the pure size. Yeah, but the ability. He's is, still big though. I mean, even the play where he tipped that ball and almost caught it. I mean, it was a yeah. well overthrown ball on yeah. the sideline, and Ha Ha Clinton Dix came over, and made a play, uh-huh. incredible play to break it up. But if he doesn't do that, Julio Jones is coming down with that football still. Yeah, and you also talk about the the two missed interceptions that the Packers had right there on the goal line in the first half. Really killed them. Right there before halftime. The the bomb from Matt Ryan where he gets laid out as he throws it. Still decides to throw it. Shouldn't have thrown it. No, shouldn't have thrown it. Almost gets intercepted. The, The... DB mistimes his jump and just completely misses it. And really, Oliver the Falcons almost should have caught it. He almost caught it. And that play was weird. And then... I think that play there epitomized the whole game. Like, yeah. even if it went wrong, it was still yeah. going the Falcons' way. And then the, the next, when they get on the goal line, then Gunter makes the best play of the season for him and just, just drops, drops it. it. Just dropped it. Well, it was tipped right before it, but it hit him right in the head. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so the Falcons end up winning by a lot. 44-21, and it wasn't even that close. The You know, the Packers scored late in the third to kind of make this uh, look like a better game. But you and I were texting, and I said, man, Green Bay looks horrible. Like, what's going on? I just said, man, maybe the Falcons are really that good. And you said, no. I don't, I don't think that's what it is. I think the Falcons are good. He said that they were just worn out, that fatigued from the game they played. They, they gave everything they had to win that game against the Cowboys. And you saw Mason Crosby shank the 41-yarder. Missed a 41-yarder, which he could make in his sleep. He made a 56 I mean, made and a 50. 50s against 56 the and a 51 to win pressure. the game against the Cowboys in Jerry World. Um, and then he shanks a 41-yarder early in the first quarter. Um, you, you said that maybe they were just out of gas maybe they were worn out and they had the same guys going but at the same time i thought no they just look bad i mean jordan reed was dropping passes he normally catches and then mccarthy comes out and said straight up exactly what you said or jared cook jared cook yeah i said jordan reed yeah um mccarthy came out and said we just ran out of gas we, we we did the best we could we drew up the right plays we just ran out of gas yeah and i, I... I think it's kind of just surmised by the fact that, you know, your Randall Cobb is probably your number two on your depth chart, but he's the only healthy receiver out of yeah. everybody else there. Parker, who's coming off the ankle injury. Nelson, who's got broken ribs. Montgomery, who got banged up during the game. Banged and, up and has both been games. playing running yeah. back. Um, Position he's not used to. Yeah, and then they just took another five injuries in the game that just really destroyed yeah, any losing, depth or ability that they had. Losing Hyde killed it. I think the one funny thing I saw even after talking about this, you know, they've gone on the eight-game win streak to get to where they were. They put everything on the line to get For to where games. they were. But 
they played 16 games in a row. They had an early bye week in four. Yeah. And since then, they've continued to play football. They played bad football and then got better and then went on this tear. But I think at some point, you know, this is football. This is pro football in that's, America, and this is a violent sport. And at some point, is. your body just takes that fatigue and just it's hard to recover. And that's why the cream rises to the top. And I do think if Dallas wins that game, they give Atlanta a better test sure. than Green Bay. Um, but you're right. You, that's a great stat on on 16 straight games. And they have literally had to fight for their life for 16 straight games. And Aaron Rodgers said it when he said, we're going to run the table. Yeah. They, and ran, they, they ran until that table they ran did it out, as man. far as they could go. And I give them all the credit in the world. I won't say a bad thing about the Packers. I never will. They they were just beat up, and that's all there is to it. They have to find a defense, and they have to find a running back. And if they can do that in the offseason and get both of those spots lined up, I think they're a tough team to beat just because of Aaron Rodgers. And, and if they can stay healthy. I mean, that's always obviously yeah. a key in, yeah. in the NFL is you got to be healthy. You have to. And – you know, your 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 team that we're about to talk about, you know, they've had some key injuries, especially losing Gronk. Deion Lewis was hurt for a lot of the season. A good portion. But he showed up and was healthy at the right time. Yeah. Gronk, not going to be back. He'll be done for the season no matter what. But they find a way to win, and the good teams do. And the good teams find a way to win whether they're healthy or not. And, and I think that's the crazy thing is honestly like you think about Gronkowski and it is crazy. I, I, I think the only other person you can kind of put in that same category is Tony Gonzalez. And I think those two guys kind of transcend how that position is played. As far as athletic tight ends, a- athletic tight ends. Well, Jimmy Graham, I, Jimmy in Gr- New Orleans, in I, New Orleans. I will only. say, I will say, here's the difference between Tony Gonzalez and Gronkowski against Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Blocking. The okay. ability to do your job as a sure. tight end and block and run block and protect there. Yeah. Gronk and Gonzalez did a way better job oh, yeah. than Jimmy Graham has sure, ever done. Sure, I agree. And, I agree and, and that's the thing is I think they just transcend this position. But even when you got, have a guy who transcends a position and just changes game plans for defenses, he's not a part of it. And they say, no problem. We still have the greatest quarterback of all time yeah. to lead our offense. And exactly. I think that's the amazing thing. I, I, I'm so high on these Patriots. And, I mean, I've been high on the Patriots ever since I could remember watching the National Football League. But this has got to be probably – Belichick and Brady have to be the best combination of two heads that have led an organization in any sports team all time. I mean, I really think it kind of puts it in that category because you talk about teams that have done – these kinds of feats, you know, the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, you know, the Kareem, yeah. the Lakers with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, those type of teams, Derek Jeter with the Yankees, you know, it doesn't come around very often. Yeah. But I think the big thing about Tom Brady and Belichick is they do it with whoever is on exactly. the roster. And, and, you know, we were talking highly on, on Julio Jones and how he's probably the greatest receiver in the NFL at this point. But... Some little white guy that played one year of college football as a grad student who played four years of lacrosse? Lacrosse. Played four years of lacrosse. I don't even know how he played lacrosse. He's so slow. Like, he was slow before he tore his ACL. Chris Hogan. <laughs> it's the guy we're talking about. He played four years of lacrosse. 
went and played one year at what Monmouth. Was it Monmouth University? Oh yeah, yeah. All in the wrong stuff right now. Yeah, that's all right. Um, he uh doesn't get drafted, gets cut by four teams. Patriots are like, yeah, you're you're short and white. You can play for us. Play what? I saw this guy play at the Bills though. I mean, it's not any different. What he does is not any different than what Do he's you, done. Did you see his stats and compared to uh to Julio Jones? Almost identical. They are exactly identical. <laughs> Nine catches for 180 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Average 20 yards a catch. Both of them exact. And what's what's super? Why fun, is he always open? What's great? I I don't know. They left him open. All Why is he long. always open? That zone coverage was not good for Pittsburgh. It was hilarious because I saw he was seven catches of eight target. His first eight targets. That one incompletion was Tom Brady's fault. He missed a wide open yeah. Chris Hogan for like 25 yards. It was incredible. Yeah, Hogan finished with 12 targets, but nine catches, same numbers, literally the exact same numbers as Julio. And Hogan looked better than Julio, in my opinion, because he was always open. He was literally, every time you look on the field... I won't say that. I will no, say... No, I'll, I'll say Julio's a more athletic player, obviously, but... Yeah, I'll say on every Chris catch, Hogan, Julio looks Chris better. Hogan is wide open every time he catches a pass. The touchdown, I almost didn't understand why he kept moving around. Like, just stand he still and wave dro- your hands around. He almost dropped the flea flicker, too. Yeah, he did. He I saw that. dropped it. His face on the replay was great. Yes. And oh, man, Jim Nance was all over that. So... Does do you think that the the Patriots winning thirty six seventeen has anything to do with um you know the fact that uh Flugate and the whole Steelers team had the flu and uh you know that that Antonio Brown is apparently a six figure sponsor by Facebook <laughs> and uh was told to stream the the locker room and that um a Pats fan was apparently arrested for uh, the the fire alarm gate for pulling the fire alarm at 3 a.m. Do you yeah. think that has anything to do with it? He's pleading non-guilty. So. He did. I saw right. that. I saw he pled non-guilty. <laughs> Typical Pats fan. <laughs> he probably doesn't even like Pats. <laughs> He's just from that area. Yeah. Um, look, I think all that stuff is, is fun to talk about. I it's don't... funny because of Deflate Gate. Sure. And everything's whatever gate. I mean, you guys can... I mean, Deflategate, you talk about it, but it comes from Spygate, which was 2007. Like, I'm over it. Like, anything with Gate. And Bountygate. I'm over Spygate it. Spygate started the gate. And then Spygate, ba- and then, then Bountygate, then all the rest. I mean, it, it's a funny name now, and it, it kind of follows them along. I, it, it goes it is with, what it yeah. is. I mean, but... I, it's when it's it, just when, funny. It's funny headlines. Aside, aside from the fire alarm thing, which... It's senseless. Like, if you're a fan, don't do that. Don't do that shit. Like, it's it's unnecessary. It's ridiculous. You're going to go to jail for it. Yeah. You're going to do a lot it's of time. Ridiculous. You're going to do time for a federal offense. But, uh, honestly, at 3.40 in the morning, I don't think any of those guys are sleeping. I think they're super wired. I think they're anxious. I think they're, they're probably awake. kind of get their day going. They're probably already awake, ready um, to get going and, and uh, go through more run through of the game, walkthroughs and yeah, they're, they're watch more film. Reviews and they're probably like awake all night watching film anyways. Especially guys I'm like sure. Ben Roethlisberger. I'm sure. I'm sure they're just they can't rest. But well Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger is probably 
Raplesburger, probably just getting back from the club yeah. that at that time. So he probably wasn't even worried about that. Um, hey, at least they didn't go to Miami, right? Yeah. Uh, so so Brady finishes with three eighty three, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Absolutely picked apart that awful Pittsburgh defense. Le'Veon Bell gets hurt early on, and and I texted you and said, well, maybe, maybe Le'Veon ain't coming back. And then all of a sudden he came in and ran one one play, <laughs> and I was, was like, not, oh wait, was, oh wait, <laughs> he's back, he's back. Just kidding. And then he was out. Yeah. Never came back Never from mind. there. It was not going to work at that point. So Le'Veon, six carries for 20 yards, averaged better than D'Angelo did, but they were running from behind at that point. Yeah, I mean, I think Ben Roethlisberger played a pretty decent game. He threw the, he threw the pick. He, he threw for over 300 yards, but he threw the pick. One touchdown. Uh, his rating's not even close to uh, to what Brady did just because Brady didn't throw the pick, threw for more yards, and he threw for three touchdowns. The real non-factor, and I got to give credit where credit is due, to a guy who nobody knew who the hell he was two years ago. Two years ago. Malcolm Butler shut Antonio Brown down. He well, did not do anything for the first half. He was contained. He contained seven for seventy-seven. I'll take that. If you told me that that the Dallas Cowboys played any team in the league and Des Bryant was a leading receiver with seven catches for seventy-seven yards, I'll tell you that was a bad day. I'll tell you it was a bad day. Ben still threw for three hundred yards. Yeah. But Antonio Brown... That's mostly Eli Rogers. He, Eli yeah, Rogers Eli is Rogers open guy. is a stud. He, he, he is so be. quick. Yeah. So quick. But, um, yeah, it's... The fact that he only had 77 yards on seven catches is a testament to what Malcolm Butler did. And you can see it early on. He shut him down. He, he literally went Darrell Revis and put him on an island. And it was everywhere... Antonio went, Malcolm went, and it was back and forth, and yeah, he, obviously, a, a receiver of that caliber is going to get open sooner or later, but he didn't just, break yeah. away for that, that big play. His long was 18 yards. Yeah, and I think the credit really, I mean, obviously Malcolm Butler for doing what he does week in and week out, yes. but Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator for the Patriots, really had a game plan, like, yeah. It's unfortunate that Le'Veon Bell goes down, but it makes it that much easier for the Patriots to say, okay, now it's Antonio Brown. That's the one guy we have well, to Well, and you down. told me, too. You were worried that that um, D'Angelo was going to be trouble for you guys because y'all yeah. didn't plan for that. Y'all mm-hmm. planned for all Bell, Brown, Ben. Mm-hmm. Y'all planned for them. And unfortunately for the Steelers, they weren't able to kind of stay balanced because their defense they really had, let them down. Yeah, I mean, their and that's been the story the, all year. The They've had part. to come back from big deficits, and they have to throw the ball. They have to throw the ball, and that's why Antonio Brown, I expected more out of. I gotta say though, my favorite Dave Wanstead, uh who was it? All the other guys on the pregame, except for Colin Cowherd. All chose uh, 
Steelers in this one. Colin Cowherd. Oh, your Cowherd's boy. your boy? Cowherd's my boy. Cowherd's your boy now? I know Cowherd's your boy, too, because he's always talking about the He did talk up the, uh, the Cowboys this week. I, I like Cowherd, man. I think I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, I, yeah, I think he thinks about things a little bit more logically than most sports analysts. Yeah, I think he's a little bit more cerebral. I think it's a bigger picture kind of thing. He... It can yeah. be. It can be. I will say, Cowherd can... He annoys me sometimes with what he says. Go off-roading a little bit yeah. sometimes. But yeah, he can be a little too much. Um, I tell you, man, we got through both of these games, though. And we talked about Flugate, Fire Alarm Gate, and Oakland moving to Vegas. And we talked about Vegas, and Ballas still isn't no, back no. yet. We've we got, talked about Vegas just we've like... We've got a we've got a, we've got a black screen here. I don't I mean, even know how far we've gone over time. I honestly don't know what's going on. You're Vegas? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, we're hey. talking about Vegas, man. I go away for what, like five minutes, and the screen goes black. It, guys... did, it went away after like. I got beers. Went away after like. What did y'all do, minutes. dude? It, you've been gone for so long; it just timed out. I've been gone for like five minutes, guys. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and check the tape on that. Check the time on that, please. Yeah, we will check the time. Are you guys through anything? What's going on? You guys are way over time. That's for sure. <laughs> Listeners, we're at uh, thirty minutes. Almost 30 minutes on this one segment since Ballad has left. You did 30 minutes on a 20-minute segment is what I heard. But I tell you what, for a total of 11 points being the spread in both games, it was what? 23? Wasn't close. It was two blowouts. It was two blowouts. 23 and 19? Yeah, not even close. Um, yeah, Ballad, we were, we, were, well, we were talking about Vegas. Oh, I love Vegas. Yeah. And I've never been, but I love it. We were it. talking about Oakland moving to Vegas and uh, how, never how that's... Been? No, I'm going for the first time in like two weeks. You seriously have never been to Vegas? I've never been. So I'll be the last one to go. Well, but... you said you just got back from Vegas. No, I just got back from camping. <laughs> oh, you're going to be coming back from Vegas right before the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I can't believe you've never been to Vegas. Thanks. So we'll both get our first Vegas trips in 2017. Oh, God, oh, I've been yeah. three I'm times. Here. You're I, in trouble. I missed... you're, you're in trouble. Well, I missed two trips to Vegas through ADP that I could have won by a, a amount of sales that makes me still mad to these days. You're, I'll be on the penny So I said I'm never going until a company's going to pay for it, and the you're, company I work for now is going to pay for me to go, and I'm going to have a blast. You're in trouble. I'm yeah, telling you I'm right excited. now. Um, yeah, we're so obviously we get Patriots and Falcons in the Super Bowl. Um, we will get into our, just our first impressions, really, of, of the Super Bowl. We're not going to go into, uh, picks or anything like that. Um, but... And for those of our college listeners who listen, this is not a first impression segment. No, no, no. But it is our first impressions on the game. First impressions on the game, not a first impression segment. But we're just going to talk about it here in a bit. But, um, yeah, so, we got the Pro Bowl coming up this week. Pro Bowl? And Pro Bowl will be on Sunday, going back to the original NFC versus AFC, which is the way it should be. Um, although I kind of like the All-Star selection, Michael Irvin and, and Dion picking their teams, getting their getting their guys they wanted. I kind of like the, the pick them. That was nonsense. I don't know. It's kind of fun. But uh, we go back to the, the original... Am I good with that? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's another throwback to our college segment. Zach is not good with that. Um, but so yeah, it goes back to the NFC versus AFC. 
and a little throwback, but then we go back to um, something that that I maybe you remember Zach when you and I were playing uh, the old the old games, uh, the video games where we were doing the uh, skills competition. So skills competition will come before the uh, the the Pro Bowl. The skills competition is Thursday night. Maybe next Thursday night will be before. This, this Thursday, yeah. It'll be before you guys listen. But, maybe yeah. we should post this Thursday. I think it's Thursday. No. Thursday it is. It'll get posted Thursday night. Before the before the skills competition. So Let's see. I, I don't work on the Pro Bowl schedule, Spencer. Guys, okay. guys. The, the... It's a good debate to have. Skills the competition. <laughs> the skills competition is going to include... A power relay competition, which is four team members competing in a timed relay race. So, like track? Yes. Four really fast, a probably power, defensive back. Power relay. Power relay What does race. that mean? Where's the power in? Are they going to run over things? Or are they going to be... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's, like, there's no expl- explanation. Is it, is it nose tackles breaking through brick walls to tag their teammate to then hurdle... What are you implying? That would be cool as hell. I'm down for that. I don't know. It doesn't give me much explanation. I mean, um, next, ESPN next we have a precision passing, which is two players on each team will battle it out. I don't need to be rude or nothing, but I'll pass. Trying to hit moving <laughs> targets at varying size and distance. Do you remember the video game we used yeah, to play? Yeah. Where we were throwing the footballs where you hit the targets moving side by side? This is all like the NBA skills challenge. Yes. Yes, it is. Dribble pass. I like that precision passing. And then we got best hands, which I'd is rather not. These are like all the like basic skills training modes in like any NCAA. Yes. So best hands is quarterback and wide receiver duos from each team will show off their skills, connecting on as many pass attempts as possible before time runs out. Oh, QB wide receiver. Yes. That's an interesting caveat. Yes, there. I kind of like that one because Dez is, is now a Pro Bowl receiver. You also got AJ Green if he's going to go if he's healthy enough. Probably not going to participate in this but so, what about Dak and so Dez wait, is it what about Dak and Dez or does Dez get to choose his quarterback no Dak or Tony that would be more interesting Tony is not in the Pro Bowl See, so Tony not, cannot compete so it's in the not Pro like Bowl. a home run derby where you pick your pitcher I don't think so I don't think so no um and then well that's interesting you get to pick from the best quarterbacks yeah you get you get well, all except, the NFC except quarterbacks. the two best quarterbacks yeah um, well, one of the best quarterbacks. One's a goat. One One's... per team. One per team. Guys, it's it's NFC versus AFC. Yeah, but there's multiple quarterbacks. Right, but but obviously Matt Ryan would be on the NFC side. Tom Brady would be on the AFC side if they weren't in the Super Bowl. I'm still saying football's a weekend. Can we talk about the greatest event ever created? Yes. The it's called the epic. Pro Bowl dodgeball. Yes. Another yes, yes. Pro bowlers will compete in a game of dodgeball. I don't know who's competing yet. I want to know. Uh, the Pro Bowl players will be announced on Tuesday, December the 20th. That's just the Pro Bowlers, but it doesn't tell us when. We're going to get to see when. So um, I'll get to play. Put the linemen up front, sacrifice the pawns. 
Is there any sort of indication of what kind of dodgeball game they're going to play? I hope it's just six on six of the most athletic players in the league. Well, six on six, that wouldn't give us any sort of indication of what type of dodgeball game they're going to play. I'm assuming it's like the movie Dodgeball. I'm just hoping it's OBJ grabbing dodgeballs just out of the air one-handed. One-handed? The most buoyant ball. Him and Des Bryant on the same team? Is that fair? They Is have, that fair? They have to have bigger size balls because these guys' hands are freak size, dude. I mean, these are fly I'm just hands. saying, if that's the case, my money's on the NFC. There are so many different ways you can play dodgeball. I mean, there's protect the pin. There's army dodgeball. There's doctor dodgeball. There's killer ball. There's where, prison ball. There's trampoline dodgeball. There's where four quadrants. You, where did you find all this? On the interwebs. Where else do you find this kind of stuff? The interwebs. I mean, the only dodgeball I know is an underdog story, and that's six on six, playing in a cage. To a death. Trying to hit someone in the face. You guys have the worst PE teacher of all time. I played all those games you're talking about with the defend your castle with the... So you know about them. With the cardboard tube. All I know is yes, we did. you pick up well, a red ball, you hit someone in the face. Well, we, had the, little, we had the little ones where you throw in the cardboard tubes. Remember mm-hmm. that? You had a bad PE teacher. Drinking Strangeland too early. I mean, I'm sure we had that, but I'm trying to hit people in the face. All right, so... That's that's what I want to know. I want to know which kind of dog roller they're going to play. Who's going to win the Pro Bowl? I'm going NFC. I don't care who you think. uh, uh, I'll tell you what. It's a whole lot of it doesn't matter. But I think the NFC is a lot more loaded in talent this year. I'm going to go with the NFC wins this one. Uh, We all lose. Not that it matters because... So we all lose in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, there are no they're going to snap the ball and stand up and play 7-7. Seven no, seven. Well, they don't rush. They were rushing they when rush. they had the, the picks with Irvin and, and Dion, but what's yeah, it, it's going to go like, back to that. I mean, you get guys who like Tyler Eifert who end up tearing their ligaments, and it's yeah. no fun, man. Um, so fun. let's let's go into our uh, just our, our initial feelings, our initial thoughts on the Super Bowl. Um, the, the Patriots open as a three-point favorite, and the over-under, 58.5, which is the highest opening ever for an over-under. The Super Bowl is in Houston. Uh, I believe the last time the Patriots were in Houston for a Super Bowl, they won, in which became the highest point-scoring total ever in the Super Bowl against Carolina. 52? Yeah. Which is still seven points under the lower round. On the yeah, spread. and I think this, I think this comes close to it. Um, we're not going to get into our picks. We're just really going to go into our first initial reactions on on the lines. I think uh, Patriots by three is a good line. I think this is going to be a shootout. I, really, I would say I really don't com- think it will be. Honestly, I, I, I do. Think, I think this comes down to the backs. I think it's. Kind of comes down to Deion Lewis and Legarrette Blunt, what they can do versus what Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman can do. Honestly, yeah, it's two good backs against two good backs. It's two good defenses. And, two and the Falcons, defenses. the Falcons showed they can play some defense. Um, if they can put pressure on Brady, then they can really they can really force something. You do realize that that Matt, that Matt Ryan wasn't sacked once against the Packers. Oh, I saw it. So um, this should be exciting. And uh, we will get into, next week, our Super Bowl show. It will be a Super Bowl show. A Pro Bowl Super Bowl show. 
Pro Show Super Bowl Pro Show. Pro Super Bowl Show. Pro we'll Show. We'll be talking about the Sports Buzz Super the, Bowl Swerves Battle. The Sports Buzz Pro Show Super Bowl Show. Pro me. Show Super Bowl Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle Show. Yeah, that one. There we go. That was pretty good. I think we found it. What? <laughs> exactly. <Basically>. Um. <laughs> so let's talk about your. Uh, let's get. Let's go ahead and move into <laughs> to the nightcap. Sponsored by Strange Brewery. Tiger's back, right? No, no, no. I want to talk about oh, your boy. Okay, you're right. We're gonna go from football to football and talk about your boy Bob Kraft. And uh, I just want to talk about this drunken speech. Did you did you, did you watch the post game? Watch his speech. Did not watch this. I was valid. Cue this up for us. Steady sipping on what Kraft was sipping on. What would you like to say about this team? For for a number of reasons, all of you in the stadium understand how big this win was. But we have to go to Houston and win one. Robert, Jonathan, congratulations. Coach Belichick, I'm going to hand this to you. You got to love a drunk owner. And we talked about it. You did say that you could hear... When we watched it earlier, you could hear the fans scream more just to kind of help him. Just It was almost like watching uh, an Oscar speech where somebody talked too long and the music started playing just to like, okay, get him, okay, get, go. Get them going, yeah. Go, Robert. You're well, done. Uh, yeah, and, and it was... Trying to bring a little reality back. It was hard to watch. If you watch the video, though, he did kind of fist pump them into the... One more. I I will say, he clearly sounds like and is trying to encourage that kind of response. But when you listen to Robert Kraft in that clip, he is sauced. He is slurring everything together. We're the Strange Buzz, sponsored by Sports. I mean, brew. It was something. Yeah, it was bad. That's it was it was bad, and I thought it was great. It's hilarious. I wish you could see Jerry like that. I know, I I know. And if it does happen, if the Cowboys get to that point, I think Jerry may get that way. Um, But yeah, like you were saying, Tiger's back. Tiger's back. He's back. Um, Tiger Woods will be playing, since we're talking about pro sports here. This is the pro show. Uh, Tiger will be playing with Dustin Johnson. Oh, like that, huh? And uh, Jason Day. Just a quick shot, huh? That's DJ, man. That's DJ's... That's his thing. That's his MO? That's his thing. He's already admitted to it. It was that thing. But Tiger, DJ, and Jason Day. Playing on Thursday and Friday in the first two rounds of the Farmers Insurance Open. Tiger's won eight times at Torrey Pines where they'll be playing. Pretty excited. I got me a shirt that's uh, Tiger with his classic club flip with the hand in the air. And it just says Sunday. So I'm pretty excited to wear that this week. I'll be wearing that at Sunday brunch. And, uh, Let's hope we can make it to Sunday. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, speaking of uh, old guys. With bad backs. Bad backs. Bad knees. 
Tony Romo um, is uh, coming up on the end of um, his his stay in Dallas. I think he's uh, over overworn his welcome, in my opinion. There. Well, uh, let's let's be fair, guys. Guys, let's be fair. I don't think he's overworn I'm gonna, his I'm welcome. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. I think I think that's a bit of a stretch from it a is. Cowboys fan. Yeah, come on. yeah, it is. I love Tony Romo to death, but clearly through some bad times. Clearly, Dak. Yes, clearly Dak Prescott is the quarterback of the future, and there's no reason to pay a guy twenty million dollars to sit on the bench. So either you restructure his contract, or you is this is this clock correct? There's no way we've been talking for a minute already. Yeah, that's that's he's worried about it. That's garbage. Um, just talk about it. Let's get this. All right, we had a we had a pre-show bet. About this nonsense. This is clearly going to go over because Ballard didn't Look, restart the clock. It's clearly guys, over. This is an important thing to talk about, guys. Romo, if he was going to restart be... it. <laughs> All right, tell back. me what you think is going to happen to Romo, and then I'll get into my spiel. Here's the thing. Um, I thought when they redid his contract for the lucrative amount that it was it was yeah. too much yeah uh, it was way too much because it hits your cap space too hard um and it cost them defensive guys in the meantime uh yeah especially like demarcus Ware, who you could have a true pass rusher at this point <sighs> yeah that all being said tony romo is worth a lot to the dallas cowboys so if you're going to get rid of him it has to be an afc team you don't want to leave him in the division because that's nonsense. It's sure. stupid. You don't want to get beat by your own quarterback. So when you look at that, who are your options? Denver and Pittsburgh. Houston, Denver are the two ready teams for him to come into. Ben Roethlisberger's talking about retirement. Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger, not exactly sure where he's at. So that's all fair to say those are the best options for Tony Romo. Does that mean that's the only options? I don't think so. But you'd have to hear some serious trade offers if to you're, be able to get. Yeah, to if you're talking AFC, I mean, you gotta be talking about first rounder pick if you're trying to jump that high for a one to two year guy. I know and that's the thing is, is he worth that? Not really. But if you're trying to win something quick, he is worth it. I know Cleveland loves their quarterbacks. If they're gonna give up anything, it better be the first overall pick. Um, I know Kansas City has Alex Smith. They have some weapons around them. They need a better quarterback. Somebody that can throw the ball to those receivers. Um, I really think it's going to be Denver or Pittsburgh if Roethlisberger retires. I don't think Houston gives up enough. I don't think they're going to give up J.J. Watt or J.J. Clowney. They're not going to do that. They would have to get rid of Brock Osweiler or restructure his contract a year after. Yes. And honestly, is it too much to ask to restructure Brock Osweiler's contract? No. Not at all. No. Give you realistic money sit behind a real quarterback, learn, and maybe become a franchise quarterback, I think that's that has a lot more potential in it. Val, uh, you got a guess on, on where he's going? I was going to say, let's, let's all make predictions. Um, uh, my prediction, and I'm being just a homer here, I predict he stays in Dallas. They restructure the contract, stick <laughs> around, and let's see what happens. Uh, if they pay him, if he will restructure for $5 million for the next 10 years, which is probably what about they owe him. Um, yeah, then maybe he'll stay. But um, no, he's going to go to Denver, and they're going to give us somebody from that defensive line. I don't want DeMarcus Ware. I don't think that's 
They won't. I mean, it's, it costs too much. They have to give us something, maybe a multiple picks in what the they, draft. What are they going to give you? Shane Ray and some picks? Some back-end picks? I mean, that's what give it's us, worth. Give us a first-round and a third a and a sixth-round pick. I mean, that's the thing. You're not going to get a first-rounder. From, from Denver, we though. can. No, you won't. Yes, we can. For, for a quarterback, yes, absolutely. Quarterback, the caliber of Tony Romo with, with first round. The Vikings got a first rounder and a fourth for rounder Sam for Bradford. Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford is also not at the dying stages of his career. He's also the most accurate quarterback in NFL history over one season. So what's your prediction? Where is Tony going to be next year? I think if they don't get a second round or better offer, I think Tony Romo stays in Dallas. I really I really do. I think it's, it's They can't hard. afford he, to, though. They can't afford to pay him. They can't afford to get better with what they have, but they can still afford to keep him. And that's the that's the that's the problem there. But I think if you're not getting better than a second round pick, like a high second round or better, then it's not worth it to you. Um ultimately, do I think he ends up somewhere? If it would be anywhere, it would be Denver. I think Denver's the go-to so place. So we all agree. Yeah, I think Denver's the place. <laughs> if if anything, if Roethlisberger retires, LA likes prolific quarterbacks. I think it's a realistic chance yeah. that Denver gives up a second-round yeah. pick and maybe a fifth. Second round wouldn't be bad. If second they, and a fifth. If they would offer, not if be they terrible. offer a first, Cowboys are jumping on that oh, right now. Absolutely. Jerry Jones is salivating if they give a first-round pick. I just I find it hard to believe that Tony Romo gets offered anything more like anything higher than a second round pick. Shut yeah. the hell up. Well, you want to talk about something else? We can figure out something else to talk about, right? We already went over an hour. Yeah, I know. So he's already about? telling us to stop and quit talking about stuff. Getting tipsy, but he's gone for like a half yeah. an hour. Yeah, I know. Right. Um. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for our, uh, the pro show. We are the Sports Buzz, unless you guys have something to say. You I, got, I got nothing, man. I'm just really excited for the Sports Buzz uh, Super Bowl Squares Battle. Sports, Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Cannot wait. Get your, get your money into Tilt. Tilt. We'll post that <laughs> link to Tilt on our Facebook, Twitter. Uh, please listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes especially. Rate us. Give us a good review. Five star. That's would be the nice. Best. Would it's be nice. The best. Yeah, I mean, we are the best. Or the best show in Austin. We are the best. No, right? Come on, hit the button. You're the expert. I right? can't say that. Oh my god. <laughs> god damn it, Hank. Um, <laughs> for our horrible. Remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> for our horrible <laughs> producer. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Ballad. Thanks. Shut the hell up. Thanks for pressing buttons. I'm going to talk as slow as I possibly can. And, uh, you know what, though? Good uh, God, that's going too far. Yeah, a little bit too far. I'm smelling those wings. Yeah, yeah, let's, no. Let's I, get us out of here, Spencer. I do appreciate it. For Ballad, for Shannon A., I'm your, co- I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We are the Sports Buzz. Check us out on iTunes. Thank you so much. We are out. Peace. This party is officially over.